0: Blog Talk Radio. This is your host, David Shinsky, bringing you Live Without Limits on the Blog Talk Radio Network. Today's show is titled, What a Good Leader Does to Ensure Growth and Opportunity. For one thing, every time you start a business, you are always looking for opportunities to help your business grow. Incompetent leadership is the biggest problem in most business today. Little surprise then that good leadership is the key to turning those problems into success. Before we dig into the virus, the virtues of good leadership, however, let's compare the two sides side by side in contrast to make sure that we understand exactly what we're talking about. Here's the traits of a bad leader. They ignore problems. They avoid difficult decisions. They discourage debate. They act cagey and secretive, almost about company decisions. Use passive-aggressive behavior and cling to power and authority. Who does that describe that we all know know and love and dear? Of course, our president, Trump. Good leaders address problems head on, communicate effectively, encourage team conversations, are open, vulnerable, and authentic. Commit to straightforward relationships with clear expectations. Delegate as needed for the good of the company and the team. Now, when you think of a good leader, you think of someone that's taking a business from scratch to the next level. Even though we may not realize it to a degree Steve Jobs was a good leader, the problem is he just didn't know how to take it from a startup and getting it started and built up to the next level. He had to bring in good leaders to do that. Then he was ousted by his own company. But as the company started to stagnate, what happened? They had to bring him back. Why? Because Steve Jobs was the innovator. He was the one that proved that people will buy a cell phone, which is a mini computer, and carried it in their pocket and paid to use it. In sum, good leaders lead by example, providing an environment where team members can flourish and grow. They are efficient, purposeful, powerful, and professional. As author Andrew Grove spells out concisely, in his book, High Output Management, much of that work is done through meetings. A big part of the manager's work is supply information and know-how to impact a sense of the preferred method of landing things to the groups under his or her control and influence. A manager also makes and helps to make decisions about times of basic managerial lacks or tasks can only occur during face-to-face encounters and, therefore, only during meetings. Thus, I assert that a meeting is nothing less than the medium through which managerial work is performed. That means we should not be fighting the existence of meetings, but rather using the time spent in them as efficiently as possible. How many times have you seen people? And it really depends on your personality and your behavioral style and how you communicate with people. Why? Because certain types of people can with certain personalities can either try and control everything and control the outcome, while others really take an attitude of let's work together for the better of the company. And let's do things in a way that we can literally help a company grow and take it to the next level. Your job as a leader is to delegate, motivate, sell, recruit, and hire. And, yes, that's done largely through well-structured meetings. We'll get to that in a second, but it's more generally focused on two things, inward-facing and outward-facing responsibilities. Now, when you look at a corporation, what makes a corporation work is good leadership. And in the past, companies and corporations would literally hire independent contractors as trainers to come in and teach leadership skills. Today, that's not so. But you can always find courses online where they can teach you the leadership skills that you need so that you can, whether you are interested in being an entrepreneur and starting your own company, or whether you want to work with a corporation and literally grow into management. But also remember this, in corporations today, there are no guaranteed jobs anymore like there were in the past. You must support the internal operations of your business while simultaneously addressing external challenges and opportunities. A good leader manages both of these impeccably, never neglecting staff or customers. Let's get more granular though, and to dig into the specific actions a good leader should take for both inward facing And outward facing success. Why not learn the skills you need to be a good leader? And delegation. I know that often solopreneurs find it hard to delegate, but the best way to do that is remember this. Just like you're a solopreneur and you're and your specialty is in specific areas, why not look at it this way? If you delegate, then you can spend more time doing the things you really enjoy doing. Because if you try to do everything, then guess what's going to happen? You're not going to succeed. Because then you're going to want to do the things that you really enjoy doing first and keep putting off all those other tasks that are very much what makes a business run smoothly. And think about it. You don't really need to hire an assistant that works in your office, but you can hire and work with a virtual assistant. Why? Because they can do all that technical work that a secretary does or an executive assistant, as they're called now. So always remember, look to delegate. You can either go on Fiverr or you can go on Elance, but you can always find people who like doing the things that you really don't in life enjoy doing. Internal business-facing, a leader does these things. Leads weekly, one-on-one meetings called Goal Set, and review meetings. These should be held every Monday and take about 30 minutes per person. This is what you're doing. How many times have you watched meetings or shows where you would see if they were in a corporation on Monday, what would they do? They would have all the managers get together, and they would talk about what their specific goals were for that week, what kind of article they were working on, what it would encounter, and various tasks like that. That's what keeps us knowing what it is that our goal is for each week and gives us an idea or a structure to work with. Runs a weekly alignment meeting every Monday. The structures of both this meeting and the goal set and review meeting mentioned above are outlined in the course management rhythms blueprint course. What we truly want to see happening is this let's take your business and go from where you are today and go to where you want to be in the future. And if that's to grow your business into Excuse me. For instance, if you have a brick and mortar store and you want and you have one location and you wanna add locations, how are you gonna do that? Are you gonna do that for a franchise or are you just gonna do that at satellite stores? You need to plan that out and you need to decide how you're gonna get from where you are to where you wanna be and what you're gonna do along the way to make sure that everything that you do is growth oriented. Support every team member every day, helping them remove obstacles and improve skills. At the heart of this is your commitment to providing them with an environment in which they can flourish, rewarding them for being proactive and coaching them for high performance. How many times have you thought about where in a company they have project managers and project managers manage other people? The project manager is someone who can see the overall plan of where you are and where you want to be, and then what he does is he delegates out by knowing each member of his team and what their strengths are and what their weaknesses are. So he can delegate them to do the things that they enjoy doing and also working with them to show them how they can do things efficiently with the best of of their ability. Establishes, grows, and supports company culture. A good leader is keen to reward positive behaviors with public recognition and praise. When you have done the work for recruiting, hiring, and training great team members, they will be ready to flourish. Let them fly. In this case, you need to know exactly what skills. The, each individual has when you hire them and you need to know exactly how you expect them to fill into that position and what their job description is. And then you have to let them do their job and stop coming in and trying to dictate how they should do their job. Because remember, remember, Here's the letters that you should think about when thinking of a team. The creator, the advancer, the refiner, and the enforcer. What is that? That's the creator who has the ideas. The advancer takes all those ideas and refines them down, but then he'll pass them along to the next person who looks at them and sees even how he can make it more tight and more better. And then it's passed along to the person who actually knows how to make everything work. Holds the team to a high standards to ensure that the team makes these high standards have a clear baseline of what you expect and what you will not tolerate. How many times... Have you seen workers on street corners that are supposed to be paving the street? And about halfway through, and yes, they never teach so many breaks along the way, but how many times have they taken breaks and made those breaks two times or three times longer than they needed to be and didn't get the work done that they should have gotten done that day? The idea is to manage, but don't overmanage, but make sure that everyone does what it is that they should be doing. So here's some tips on what you should not tolerate. Poor work ethic, time theft, gossip, people who flake, Passive aggressive behavior, pessimists and skeptics, and doing the bare minimum of work. What you expect and receive are loyalty, high standards, teamwork, a can do attitude, high speed implementation, hard work, optimism, attention to detail. Now, what you also need to do is make sure that you know or that that every member of your team knows exactly what you expect from them, what you don't want to happen and what you do want to see happen. Because what does this do? This brings to the team an expectation, that we as a team can put forth the best product. How many times have you watched an ABC Evening News where they talk about made in America? And what you'll see is they'll talk about the company, and then you will see all the workers that work there, and they all have the right attitude about what it is that they're doing, and the importance of the business that they're in. Communicate consistently and effectively with your team. Proper communication provides clarity and prevents rumors. This goes for the bad as well as the good. If your company is going through tough times, you must not hide that from the team if you do it will only make things worse after all it's human nature to create stories that fill in the gaps consistent and effective communication keeps you in control of the truth plus all communication leads to feedback all feedback leads to better communication better communication leads to strong team building. This is the flow of the feedback system that accelerates and gets better with more communication. A great place to start is send out weekly emails or videos to your entire staff, letting them know that the state of the business. Give them an opportunity to provide feedback or send questions that you can answer directly. Why is this so important? Because you never know who on your team has a good idea that can make your product better. But not only that, what it does is think about it. And this is a really great example of, of what's going on, because think about it, in, the, in England, The monarchy is a business, even though you don't think of it as a business and how how it has evolved, but they have a role to play. And, yes, I understand that Harry wants to protect Meghan because of what happened to his mother, and he was too young to really protect her or understand what was going on. But at the same time, his preventing the media from getting stories, all it's done is created animosity between them. And what has happened? They've gone out and printed stories about her, whether they're true or not, just simply because they're They want news. Here's another thing to think about. That, And I can understand why she would not have much of a relationship with the half-brother and sister, but to demand of her father that if he wants a relationship with her, he cannot talk to her other brothers, his other children. That's wrong. And now she's about to have a baby? Wait till she finds out. What happens if she gets so demanding of a child that they turn around and alienate themselves from her? And remember something, Harry's not in line to be king. So whatever happens in his lineage of children is not going to affect the monarchy per se because they will not be working royals as they become adults like he is because his father is going to be king. There's a fine line of you have to be open because if if people truly know what's going on in a company, then they're more likely to be loyal to the company. But if they don't know, they will go out and make up stories. Because remember what happened last year when Trump revamped the tax code. All of a sudden, the very beginning of this year, companies gave a, a package of increases to the employees because it was like they were trying to boost up what Trump was doing was right, whether he was or not. So remember... It's a matter of you want to be up and above board. Why? Because you want your employees to support you even down the road as changes occur within your company to keep in tune with technology. Now that you've mastered inward-facing responsibilities, let's see how Good leadership tackles external-facing ones. Externally is customer, talent, and competitor-facing. A leader does these things to create a company vision, openly and regularly strategizes about new opportunities and how the entire team can take advantage of them, consistently constantly keeps an eye on new and existing talent this includes identifying top-notch candidates for new jobs recruiting high-achieving professionals and supporting internal staff with ongoing educational options benefits compensation and growth opportunities you Want to make sure that when you hire top management people that you keep them. So you have to be aware of what's going on and how you can take all of these things and put them together to make your company viable. Increases the awareness of the business in the marketplace via well-crafted marketing regularly sells the business and its products, services, to the marketplace. A good leader will also be willing to change sales tactics. Audiences as needed to secure more revenue. A lot of the iteration ideas will come from team members. Here's the bottom line. Good leaders the kind of leadership that foster innovation within and inspiration without. Only build seven or eight-figured businesses when they're balancing inward and outward-facing responsibilities. As an entrepreneur, I know how hard it is to step away from a lot of these things. I know I still need to, but delegation is critical for success. A good leader, even one who is amazingly talented, can't do everything. Instead, the leader coaches others to succeed. Let the ego go. You're not the superstar player anymore. Don't become enamored of the celebrity CEO, the big wig mogul, the industry magnet. Those guys struggle they constantly lose talent, and alienate customers. But the best CEOs are more than willing to drop the I into team. Those are the inspirational leaders who work behind the scenes to support their teams. There are many well-known leaders who have learned this through the years of company ownership. Richard Branson, founder of Virgin, once said, in business, know how to be a good leader and always try to bring out the best in people. It's very simple. Listen to them, trust in them, believe in them, respect them, and let them have a go. Sheryl Sandberg, the CLO of Facebook, echoes leadership. Is about making others better as a result of your presence and making that impact last in your absence. This approach to leadership isn't new. In fact, centuries old. Fifth century philosopher Lao Tzu wrote, a leader is best when people barely know he exists. When his work is done, His aim fulfilled. They will say, we did it ourselves. There's a reason this kind of leadership has lasted a millennia. At the end of the day, a business or organization is not about you. It's not the pathway to adoration or a following. As a leader, you're tasked with building something much bigger than yourself, a business that positively impacts the lives of others and both your customers and team members. So print out the list that I gave above and take them to your computer or desk. Read them over and over every day. Remember, it's up to you to make the choices, Are you going to be one of the best leaders for your company? Are you going to help your business grow? Or are you going to be a bad leader? Remember, here's the traits of what a good leader is. They address problems head on. They communicate effectively. They encourage team conversations. They're open. Vulnerable and authentic. They commit to the straightforward relationships with clear expectations and they delegate as needed for good company and the team. And remember, you can go to my website, and that website is the number one personalcareercoach.com, and you can sign up for both individual. And group coaching. We can work with you on developing some of the best leadership skills that you need to build your company.